Hello and happy Monday, Behind the Service podcast listeners. It's me, Jen Ballou, back with another Caregivers Coaching Corner. And today we are going to be finishing up our series about energy blocks. And so just as a quick recap, over the last several weeks, we've talked about these inner energy blocks that are or can be really powerful and holding you back from achieving things, preventing you from living a life that is fulfilling and joyful and full of well-being. So we've talked about limiting beliefs. We've talked about interpretations. We've talked about assumptions. And this week, we're going to be talking about gremlins. So before we jump into gremlins, I just want to mention that if you haven't caught the last few episodes, it might be worth your time to just go back and listen. They're all around 10 minutes, some a little bit shorter, I think one or two, maybe a little bit longer. But what's been happening is we've been talking about these energy blocks from least influential to more influential or least personal to most intense, if you will. And so gremlins are the most highly personal and most intense emotionally of any of the energy blocks that we've talked about so far. If you imagine what a gremlin looks like, and if you've ever seen the movie Gremlins, then that might be similar to what's popping in your mind. But gremlins are usually or are not ever very nice. Gremlins lie in each and every one of us. And they are that voice in your head that's whispering in your ear, maybe even sometimes shouting in your ear, things like, You shouldn't try not to take risks, wanting you to take the safe road and really just play your life small, if you will. Oftentimes, the message that the gremlin is saying to you is something along the lines of you're just not good enough. And gremlins are really personal and very emotionally charged. When your gremlin, when our gremlin speaks, it's really difficult not to listen. And oftentimes when you do listen or when we do listen, we won't even try something because our gremlin has told us and convinced us that we're going to fail. Maybe we'll get hurt or be embarrassed. So some typical gremlin statements might sound like this. I'm not good enough to, you can finish the sentence for whatever might be applicable to you. Another one might be, I don't have enough experience to finish the sentence. Maybe for me, it would be something along the lines of, I don't have enough experience to do this caregiver's coaching corner because I've never really done a podcast before. 
Another one might be, I don't deserve success or something like they're going to find out I'm not as good as I think I am. So those are some examples of typical gremlin statements. And again, they're really just all around not being good enough. So I want you to pause for a second and think about what message or what messages you might be hearing from your gremlin. And if nothing comes to mind right now, that's okay. But just pay attention over the next day or two. And more than likely, you will hear your gremlin giving you these messages that might be completely different from the ones that I just explained. Then I want you to think about what circumstances your gremlin is most likely to show up. For example, for me, my gremlin is most likely to show up when I have a lot on my plate or I've put a little bit too much on my shoulders and I'm feeling rather stressed out or bogged down or just there's not enough time to do these things that I've committed to. More than likely, that's when my gremlin is going to show up. Another time my gremlin often shows up is when I'm considering trying something new. We need to face this gremlin. And so the first thing we need to do in facing our gremlin is to identify the gremlin. The voice inside you is speaking to your limitations and not your greatness, then it's your gremlin speaking. And then next, look at or listen to exactly what the gremlin is saying. So maybe, and I've suggested a few times in this um, series to maybe write down in a journal or take some notes, but this is another great time to consider just starting a journal that you can jot things down as they come up. When you want to do something, you're thinking about do something and you just can't do it. You just can't find it in yourself to do it. Look at what you're thinking in that moment and maybe even ask yourself if feelings could talk, what would those feelings say? And then my favorite part, or maybe even the most powerful part in facing your gremlin is to decide on what you're going to say back to your gremlin when he or she shows up. And it could be killing the gremlin with kindness. It could be something very not nice. You just need to figure out what works best for you. And maybe you want to try a different couple approaches to see which one works best. But deciding what you're going to say back to your gremlin when he or she shows up, which is going to help you just push it to the side or move it out of the way and move forward. And then the next time that your gremlin shows up, you'll recognize that's your gremlin and you're just going to say whatever it is that you've decided to say. A lot of times when I'm working with clients one-on-one and we are talking about gremlins, which is usually a lot more deeper and lengthier conversation than we're having here today, because these can be, like I've said, they can be really emotionally charged, but a lot of times, a lot of emotions come up with these gremlins. Giving your gremlin a name 
is something that, I don't know, a lot of people either they they love it and it brings some humor to the topic of gremlins or when facing your gremlins, or maybe it seems silly and that's okay if it does, you don't have to do it. But I'd like you to consider giving your gremlin a name. So that way when he or she shows up, you can just say to her, Gertrude, one of my clients named her client Gertrude, Gertrude, get out of here, or I don't have time for you, or you don't know what you're talking about or whatever it is, but just giving your gremlin a name can be fun and beneficial. Fear is an indicator that your gremlin is at work. So anytime you feel yourself becoming fearful about something, it might be helpful to pause and tune into what's going on with you. Getting past this fear is going to increase your energy. It's going to decrease tension. And overall, it's going to increase your your performance and your well-being. And, And who doesn't want that? A few other things that might be Um, worth considering when it comes to gremlins is how might your gremlin be holding you back right now? How might your gremlin be holding you back currently in the present? And then when your gremlin does show up, what is it trying to protect you from? Because more than likely, or oftentimes, it's trying to protect you from something. That's gremlins, facing your gremlins. So again, we have talked the last, this is the fourth week about inner energy blocks, gremlins, assumptions, interpretations, and limiting beliefs. I've talked about what each of them are, how they look or how they show up, and then how you can push back or navigate when you are noticing that these different energy blocks um, are something that you're facing. If you have any questions, concerns, whether it's now or a month from now, maybe you're listening to this episode in the future, I'm always happy to chat with you about what might be coming up or questions that you might have. I'm really looking forward to next week. We're going to do something a little bit different next week. And I can't wait to hear what you think about that. But in the meantime, shoot me an email, jennifer at jenniferbalu.com or find me on Facebook or Instagram at Wellness. I'm also on LinkedIn. Super easy to find any of those platforms. Thank you so much for tuning in and moving through this series of energy blocks with me. I will catch you on the next one. Take care.